What does it take to become a top performer? Well, you're going to find out on today's show. So this month, we launched our brand new updated maintenance technician course taught by myself, Gary Ellix, and James Leichter, right? Today, we're going to run two segments from that course, becoming a top performer and working with service managers. So let's jump right into the content. Welcome back once again to the program. I've been talking about goal setting and achievement, and achievement plans and prosperity plans. We're going to talk now about, you know, we're having this conversation about being a top performer, right? We want you to be the very best. If you're doing this as a maintenance technician, if you're taking this on as a career choice, you might as well be the top performer, right? So what, Gary, are some of the elements of success? We talk about being a top performer. That sounds good. What does that really mean? What are the elements of being a top performer as a maintenance technician and as a professional? Yeah, so there's really three things that we talk about in terms of top performers. So the first one is talent. Um, the second one are the three Ds, which we'll break down. And the third one is technique, being able to apply that. So uh, let's start with talent. Talent is uh, you wouldn't be hired as a maintenance technician or somebody that's in the maintenance division unless somebody thought you had talent. So clearly you do. Uh, the question is, how do we develop that talent? And so you can have great talent and not necessarily have that talent manifest itself in you know, when you're working with a customer, the communication models, et cetera. So the, the secret then is the second part of that, which is the three Ds. So the first D is dedication to your craft. So you're gonna have to spend some time with Wally and learn some of this material, and you're gonna have to learn how to be a really great communicator, and you're gonna have to learn how to get to know people to be able to understand their social styles. Uh, so dedication is one of those things you say, well, there's things that I need to know that I don't know, so I have to do those. Um, the second is the desire to change. So there's lots of people uh, that will say, well, I, yeah, I want a good compensation. I wanna make more money. I want a better relationship with my spouse. I wanna spend more time with my family. I wanna do things. But that desire to adapt their behaviors, Wally, is challenged by the static in life that occurs. So. Uh, we talked about that with goal setting and the singular focus in the earlier videos. You have to be able to look at that and focus your energies and that desire to change comes from within. I can't force you to do it. You have to be willing to do that yourselves. Top performers are able to do that. And the third, third D is discipline. And so we describe discipline as the elements of doing things that you know you need to do to be successful, but you don't necessarily like doing them. Right. So I, I hate, I've said this over and over and over in different you know, speaking events, I hate cardio. Like cardio for me is like the worst form of physical exercise. I, I'd rather push rocks around or you know, go play golf or you know, walk the dog. Uh, you know, getting on a treadmill or going out for a run is literally, I, I can't stand it. However, cardio is important because it's part of fitness and it's part of being well. And so the discipline is saying, well, I really don't like cardio, but I know cardio is an important part of success for wellness and health, so I'm gonna do it. And so those are the three Ds. So yeah. dedication, discipline, and the desire to change. Mm. And so the three Ds and talent are owned by the maintenance group. The guys and gals that are watching this, you guys own one and two. If you really you know, were taking notes and you drew a line on a piece of paper and said, well, what's number three? One and two are the individual. Three, we, that, that's us. Technique and the rest of this uh, set of video materials and support on the EGI contractor business, uh, contractor uh, university site support technique. Technique are the processes that we use. So, like, you can teach people the right words to use 
words to stay away from, words to choose. Um, so we're not going to say things like outdoor condensing unit. A customer doesn't know what that means, right? So we have to talk in terms of what actually the consumer understands. That's technique. So creating a sales process, creating a conversation, creating the questions, creating the business processes in the maintenance division around the technique, those are the things that then uh, manifest itself. So you say, well, I don't really necessarily know that stuff. Well, that's where one and two come in. So, right. uh, so those are the three elements. Um, they're not complicated. Uh, they're old school, but they are formidable. They work. And you know, if you're willing to put the effort in, if you're willing to actually engage and you're willing yeah. to pay attention, um, there's plenty of material. There's plenty of people that are going to work with you to support those three areas. That's one of the things that you can say top performers all own. Do they have other things? Sure. Uh, but they have those three things for sure. Powerful, powerful stuff. And I just want to come back and recap on uh, all those things a little bit. You know, the, the, the first uh, topic you talked about, this issue of talent, mm -hmm. right? If you have it, that's really a blessing. It's a very fortunate thing for you because not everybody has it. And as Gary mentioned, the fact that you're sitting there watching this, somebody recognized in you this talent uh, or this potential, whatever you want to call it. And I remember a famous quote, you might know who said it, I'm not sure, but the quote was something on the lines of, you know, the man who doesn't read is no better off than the man who cannot read, right? Well, the person who has talent and doesn't leverage it to be the very best is no better off than the person who doesn't have it. And if there's anything I've learned, you know, almost, you know, six decades on this planet now, and there are very few good things about getting old, right? <laughs> lots of aches, lots of pains, right? Different things. But there are a couple that are really good. One of them is humility, and the other is wisdom. And, and wisdom comes from experience and looking back. And, and I'm, I'm just going to tell you that if you're a young person coming in as a maintenance technician, which you probably are, the reality is there's going to come a point in your life where you look back and your older self is going to have a conversation with your younger self. And one of those conversations is going to be, did you leverage your God-given talent, right? Or parent-given talent. I don't care what, how you think you got it. But the bottom line is you've got this skill set, the ability to communicate, the ability to persuade, the mechanical ability to figure things out. That's a big deal, right? So you've got this talent. And it would be a crying shame not to leverage that talent to be the very best at this. That's an obligation, a responsibility that you have, not to your wife, not to your husband, not to your parents, not to you, but to yourself. You got to be the very best because if you squander that talent, what a complete waste that is. You're no better off than a person who never got that talent. They never were gifted that talent. So important stuff, Gary. I mean, just such, such a good conversation. Discipline, dedication, desire. You know, you make such a good point. Those are like, those are, are internal jobs. Those are inside jobs. I can't make you want to make a hundred grand a year. Your spouse can't make you want to be responsible. You got to want those things. You got to have that desire. Uh, the dedication, the discipline you talked about. One of the things I always told my son growing up is when he was in high school or, or just, he'd say, man, that's, that's so hard. You know, that, that report's so hard. That's so, and I'd say, yeah, it is, isn't it? You know, unfortunately, we don't have the luxury of doing, only doing the easy things in life. You got to do the easy stuff, and you got to do the stuff, like Gary was talking about with the cardio thing, right? For him, you know, he preferred to lift weights, but, you know, he knows he needs that too. So it, it, it's, it's that, that discipline to sacrifice short-term ease for long-term 
satisfaction. Another way I've heard it described is discipline is doing what you got to do today so you can do what you want to do later on. That's the discipline, right? So, and then the technique, you know, learning, being willing to have the dedication, desire, the discipline to learn the techniques. You, you've been provided this training. This is an example of you being provided the training, communication skills, all the things we're going to talk about here, the goal setting stuff Gary's been teaching you. Listen, it's your responsibility. One of my favorite definitions of the word responsibility from Stephen Covey, the ability to respond, the ability to choose. You get to choose your level of dedication, your level of desire, your level of discipline, right? You get to choose, am I going to leverage my talent or am I going to squander it? And that's a decision we all have to make individually. So, you know, it's funny. We were having a conversation off camera earlier about you need to write a book. You need to write about 20 <laughs> books and get all that knowledge out of your skull and put it out here for the rest of the world to see. And when Gary was talking about this topic with me earlier and these, these, three, these three sections, like there's, there's a book about life in those three sections. And uh, I'm going to tell you something, the owner of your company, your manager, whomever sets you up to get this training, you are very fortunate to receive this information because this is so important. I just want to stress, this is so important, understanding these principles that maybe have nothing to do with the technical side of this industry, but you've got the technical side and you've got the communications kind of personal development side of this thing. They're both really, really important. G-Man, great discussion. Thank you. Final thoughts, concluding thoughts on these Elements of success. Love the word that you used, uh, sacrifice. I think sacrifice uh, is you know, par partly discipline, but it's also uh, the maintenance technicians recognizing they're probably going to have to sacrifice uh, some short-term gains or wins for some long-term gains and wins. And so we, we describe that as deferred gratification. Uh, the investment of time and energy in the learning, in the practice, the technique, role plays, real plays, whatever you want to term it, um, you're going to have to invest in yourself. It's all about you. It's about you incorporated. And uh, you and I were having that conversation earlier uh, about the book. And so you have to invest in yourself. Your company's investing in you. You have to sacrifice uh, time and energy to learn you know, those things that are necessary as part of the technique. We're happy to teach it, but we can't make you learn it. And so you've got to engage. And so yep. that's the big key. So sacrifice and divert gratification is good stuff. Awesome stuff. The Elements of Success brought to you by the G-Man himself, <laughs> Mr. Gary Alex. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Listen, we've been talking about a lot of really important stuff. And what's coming up next is one of the most important things. And that is what the G-Man refers to as real play, also known as role play. But in this case, it's real play. And also ride-alongs that you should hopefully be seeing at some point from someone that your company hires or maybe your manager, maybe a coworker, but something you're going to experience. We want you to embrace these opportunities, to engage in these opportunities. So, G-Man, let's talk about some of this real play and some of this ride-alongs and stuff that people should expect uh, in the course of their career. Yeah, so for maintenance technicians, um, obviously we're going to bring you in and we're going to train you on the technical specification for how to do a true professional maintenance tune-up. And that could be a basic maintenance inspection, or it could be something like Drew refers to as the monster maintenance. Yeah. So uh, we're going to teach you all of that. What happens, though, is when we bring you into the real world, like when you're actually starting to run real maintenance calls, uh, customer communications and the ability to explain things and to engage with clients are going to marry with the technical work. So uh, ride-alongs with your service manager are going to be a key component of uh, constructive commentary on how well or poorly I'm doing at communicating with the client. 
Um, so, you know, doing a heat exchanger inspection or being able to take a pressure temperature reading on an air conditioner are things that we can teach you in, in, in a lab or in an environment where a third party is doing that training like a supplier. Eventually, you can make mistake after mistake until you get it right. And so, boom, once you have it, you know the technical spec. But every customer is different. So the real plays or the role plays when we go out and we're working with their service manager is about how we're interfacing with the client experience. And then the second part of that conversation is we like to use a checklist. So um, to, to be consistent with all of our maintenance technicians, um, rather than me just saying, well, I'm going to you know, uh, wing it, um, we're going to bring our own process and we're going to bring that form with the service manager or the maintenance manager. Uh, we call it the maintenance champion. And they're going to be able to work with the maintenance technician on the front end and say, hey, Wally, before we go in, let's work on these skills. And so we run in, we do the maintenance call, we, we talk to the customers, we do the debrief, we're going through the process. And then when we come back, we ask the maintenance technician, hey, how did you do? So I would encourage all the maintenance technicians that are watching this uh, to download those materials from the site and have a general understanding of not only what a real or role play looks like, uh, what they should expect, but the important thing is that you're mentally engaged and that you're working on it, and that's how you develop your craft. Yeah, I think it's really important too, especially in the ride-alongs, uh, I think the tendency is for people to get really, really nervous, right? If they're a manager or if there's a, a paid trainer or consultant that's at your company doing some ride-alongs with you, and, and I've done a million of them. What I can tell you is these are not uh, intended to be gotcha type of moments. We're not trying to catch you doing something wrong. When I'm doing a ride-along, and most people I know that do this, they're looking for, you know, they're, they're looking for what you do great, right? What are your strengths? And where maybe could you use a little bit uh, of work, Right. And so it's really important that when you go in, you just be natural, you do what you normally do on a call and look at this as, as a growth opportunity, right? I remember one of the first times as a comfort advisor, I had a ride along with an expert in, in the industry, it happened to be Drew Cameron mm -hmm. uh, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget, Drew was going out in a ride along with me and I went and I ran the call and I was a nervous wreck because Drew Cameron, you know, back in those days, I was already, already very well known in the industry. I was a brand new guy in the industry and I ran the call and we go outside, and I remember Drew just telling me, you've got this. And I'm going to tell you something, that vote of confidence that I got from him, that, okay, I mean, I guess I kind of know what I'm doing. It just made me, it just like took me to a whole new level, just getting that vote of confidence. So sometimes these ride-alongs are just designed for you to get reinforcement that so much of what you're doing is right. So don't be nervous, uh, engage in the process, participate in the progress, and look at it as a great opportunity to learn. One of the things that we do as well is what I call curbside coaching, right? You come out of that house, you're at the van, two or three little pointers while it's all fresh in your mind, it can really help you go to that next level. So uh, just final thoughts, uh, Gary, on, on the whole concept of the real play, uh, the, 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 the ride-alongs, whatever you think we need to wrap this thing up nice and tight. Experiential learning. Uh, there's the best teacher is always experience, uh, engagement. So uh, embrace it, you know, enjoy it, have some fun with it. And I think your uh, culture as a business is part of that. So uh, we want our guys and gals to understand that, hey, we're doing it uh, to help you become a better individual, a better maintenance technician, and just generally represent the brand better. So to yeah. me, it's just about uh, being in a relaxed moment, knowing that I've got your best interest at heart and uh, engage. Yep, and that's the key thing. Make sure that you participate, you welcome these opportunities, and as Gary said, you've got to engage. So I hope you enjoyed this content from our brand new maintenance technician course. If you haven't taken this course and you're a member, log in, go to Contractor Training, Online Courses, and then Maintenance Technician.
Now, if you're not a member, click on the join button at the top of this page. You get a free trial for 30 days. You can take this course and many, many others. That's our show for this week, folks. We appreciate you joining us. Until next time, bye-bye for now.